this our show And we talk about everything And we talk about everything Royal Flux, the brand's own introspective insight right now Yeah, I know I know, I know y'all like my little jingle I came up with, but peace, love, and all that good stuff. I am King Devdo, and this is Royal Flex, the brand's introspective insight talk show. I am your host, King Devdo. We're going to get right in. You know what? Do y'all know what the Nguzo Saba is? If y'all follow me on my personal page, Devin Malik England on Facebook, then y'all would know because every December 26th through January 1st, and really all through December, I'd be like the Nguzo Saba is near. And then, you know, basically it builds up to Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa is an African holiday. The Nguzo Saba is the seven principles of Kwanzaa. Fact of the day, I guess. Fact of the show. But before we get into that, let's get into the quote of the show. Do all things with love. The word of the show. Nescience. Lack of knowledge or ignorance. So, we got the quote of the show, do all things with love. Word of the show, nescience, lack of ignorance or, I'm sorry, lack of knowledge or ignorance. Take note of that. So, Kwanzaa. How many of y'all know exact? how many of y'all knows that Kwanzaa is an African holiday made right here in the great, not so great, but in the U.S. of A. by Dr. Mulana Karinga. He's a two-time Ph.D. graduate. That means he holds two Ph.D.s. And um, he's out of California. Um, I don't know exactly where. I didn't necessarily write that down or remember that. But Dr. Karinga. Um, resides in the California state. Um, he's a Californian or whatever y'all call Californias, ers or whatever. And um, he created Kwanzaa in 1966. So as of 2016, Kwanzaa is 50 years old. So last Kwanzaa was the 50th birthday of the holiday, and Dr. Karinga created it. Um, to build awareness for various, um, you know, just awareness for the culture, for the people, um, identify the struggles of the people and for the people to reflect on the struggles in order to build a better future as a collective. Um, so, yeah, it's it's real big. I love Kwanzaa. Quick story. When I was um, younger, because I've celebrated Kwanzaa for years, I mean years for as long as I can remember. My dad got us celebrating Kwanzaa to the point where we would get to Kenora and um Kenora and um we would basically Kenora, I don't know why I want to say Kenora, Kenora. Kenora it is Kenora, that's the candle holder. And we would get the candles um and we would basically light the candles every day for the corresponding principles. We would get into that as we keep on going as I keep on talking. But anyways, um yeah, so we would basically um, we've we've been celebrating that for years, and then it got to the point where I don't even celebrate Christmas anymore for the most part, and I just celebrate Kwanzaa um, because Kwanzaa defines me, defines what I'm trying to do because I'm trying to build Black Wall Street, and I feel like the blueprint for Black Wall Street been here for fifty years. 
50 whole years it's been here, but nobody knows about it. Nescience. Nobody knows about it. So this is what I'm here for. I'm here to bring y'all the blueprint to Black Wall Street because I want to start the conversation. I done said I said that in the first episode, and now I'm saying it again in my second episode. I'm here to build Black Wall Street. I'm here to start the conversation. And I'm here to continue the conversation. I started it already for the first episode. If y'all didn't tune in to the first episode, go ahead on over to um, SoundCloud. Type in and search Introspective Insight. Boom, pow, ping. The first episode right there. Or breaking news as of the 11th of this week, we're on TuneIn Radio. So go on to TuneIn Radio, TuneIn.com. Go to, over to the search bar in the top right corner. Type in introspective insight and pow, boom, bang. Introspective insight is right there. You can listen to the first episode and then go ahead and share this episode because you're listening to it. So everybody else can get on the wave, jump on the movement, and we can get on going and rolling and going. So, again, so back to my story because I just got sidetracked. But anyways, I've been celebrating Kwanzaa for a long time. I've been, the Nguzo Saba been has been near and dear to my heart for years and I've just basically um, internalized it and I truly believe that this is the blueprint for us as the in the black community to build Black Wall Street and to continue to build Black Wall Street in ways like never before. Actually, like in ways of the previous Black Wall Streets that's been burned down to the ground by the um sour white americans from back in the day that didn't want us to have anything so they decided to burn down our neighborhoods our businesses and basically sanction us and um like basically block us from being able to create our own communities and circulate our money within our own communities and build and maintain black wall street so i'm here to start that conversation Again, and continue the conversation and stress the conversation every episode I get, every episode I can to make sure that all y'all know that we need to be building Black Wall Street from day one. So, again, I'm all I'm, I just got off track again because I'm y'all know y'all know how I am about Black Wall Street. And if y'all don't know, y'all gonna learn the day and the next days. So basically what we're going to do is finish my story because I still haven't finished my story. So I would go, you know, I've been um I've been celebrating Kwanzaa for years, years on years on years. And um at sixteen school people would, you know, ask me, um, like, I don't know how the conversation came up because we was kids, but basically at the end of the conversation I would be like, I celebrate Kwanzaa. I don't necessarily celebrate Christmas. Um or I celebrate Kwanzaa and Christmas is actually how the conversation normally went. And they'd be like, oh, you Muslim? And I'd be like, mm, nah, I'm not Muslim. Um, Kwanzaa is an African holiday. I celebrate Kwanzaa because I'm African and I like Kwanzaa. It's seven days long. Most of the time I got a gift every day. Not really, but, you know, they think that I got a gift every day. So I was I was really fronting on them. But I was a kid. But. The, it was it was real. It, it was a lot of nescience going around the lack of knowledge because nobody knew that Kwanzaa was an African holiday, a pan-African holiday. 
they thought it was a Muslim holiday. So they were ill-informed and ignorant to what Kwanzaa was and what Kwanzaa is and what it stood for. So in turn, they don't they didn't celebrate Kwanzaa. Um, so this is what this is. This is what why this is what and why we're doing this. I'm doing this show because Kwanzaa is a necessity. And like I said, it's the blueprint to Black Wall Street. And you will know why as we keep on going through the show. So Dr. Mulana Karinga, he created Kwanzaa. He holds two PhDs. Um, we got the first one is in political science with the focus in the practice of nationalism. And his second is in social ethics with the focus in classical African ethics um, of the ancient Egyptians. So he basically took his studies and literally focused them on the practice, the practice of nationalism. And then he also took them and he um, took time to get another PhD with the practice of or a focus in Afri ancient Egyptians in the ancient Egyptian times. Um, so like basically and really like through his studies more so like how um, like how I kind of created the brand when it was like within school and I kind of came up with the idea of Royal Flex the brand which was Dream Another Day Foundation and then I ended up converting it to Royal Flex the brand as I grew on it um yes it was basically um like yeah it was like that I believe from how he created Kwanzaa and everything that is Kwanzaa including the Nguzo Saba um, and that's really important because that kind of it goes into my whole spill about why you should go to college for what you like and what you have a genuine interest in, because you never know what you create as an outlet or as a web. Like, just think about like a planning web and you put your college major in the middle and is you didn't the college major wasn't about or didn't um, pertain to money. It had nothing to do with money. You went to college for what you had a genuine interest in. And then and you put that in the middle of your web. And then as you like as you just continue to learn and go through college, the web just started to get bigger and bigger. That's how I believe Dr. Karinga created Kwanzaa, because as he practiced or as he studied the practice of nationalism, think about he think about the what he's studying as na what nationalism is back in his day. He created Kwanzaa in 1966, so he was in that was his heyday, and that's when he was going to school and you know getting his PhDs and what have you. So think about what they were teaching as nationalism back then. American nationalism, per se. Let's just think about that. And then he went back to study the African cultures, the ancient African culture that they don't normally, um, they don't normally, like, at all, they don't teach us. They don't teach us about 
um, ancient Egyptians in school, we have to want to learn about the ancient Egyptians. So when he was going through that, he he like he thought about an African holiday that basically broke down the ideals and beliefs of the ancient Egyptians, Egyptians and all of the ancient African cultures and um, empires as time progressed. And you will understand as I keep on talking and as I start to break down what the Nguzo Saba is and what Kwanzaa is and where it derives from. Um, because it's, it's really genius. And that's why I say just go to school for what you have an interest in. Because when you go to school for what you have an interest in, you never know where that web can go and how big it get. Don't go to school for money. Money potential. Because everything has potential to make money. It's all about the person and how they flip that major to make that money. Because you can be in a in a major, let's say, chemical engineering that makes a whole lot of money on paper and still be struggling. You can be a doctor and still be struggling to pay your student loans. So how about you get a cheaper degree? That you had a genuine interest in to learn about and create something off of that. That makes sense, right? Then you love what you're doing as you move forward. Do all things with love. You see how I did that? Yeah, for real. That Just think about it. Just think about it. So, okay, so Dr. Kringo had two PhDs, which led to the creation of Kwanzaa. And... um. He also just he didn't like, OK, well, I'm taking this class and this I basically wanted to um, I want to create Kwanzaa. I want to create a black holiday because we don't have no holidays. He ain't do it like that. It was more so just he's seen something and he studied something that he really cared about. And he went he he went the extra mile. He started to create something that we can call ourselves or I'm sorry, we can call our own and we can um, basically make our own in wake of all these other. We got Jewish holidays. We have a Christian holiday. We don't have an African holiday. Um, so let's create something of, of our own in which it instills and it and it holds classical ancient african ideals and beliefs and practices and just let's be better for ourselves and do better for ourselves and want to do better for each other as well like our community so um he he he's been in like tons of black power movements if that makes sense so he's been a part of a, a whole lot of movements in which he empowers the black community to get out and be better and do better. Um, some of those include black art, uh, black power movements, Afrocentricity movements. Um, he created a Yoruba ethical studies movement or program. Um, I mean, he's been in a lot of different things and done a lot of different things as 
it pertains to the black community. And I applaud him for that because a lot of people don't do that. And Dr. Karinga don't doesn't get the recognition that he deserves nationally for what he has done for the black community in ways or his black community over in California, mainly because that's where his um, African center is. And that's where he do all his work at for the most part. So he hasn't gotten the recognition that he deserves as it pertains to what he has put back in to the black community. And this shows to applaud what he has done throughout the years for the black community and the diff the various different movements that he's empowered and put his time and money into in order to influence and empower the black community to the black community to to strive for I don't know why I just couldn't say that out. I don't know why I couldn't say that. So I'm going to try again. For what he has done for the black community to strive for better and be better for themselves and the people around them. So again, I, I applaud Dr. Karinga and I look forward to studying him a lot more than what I have in the past. And being that I'm in this new age where I want to do talk shows and just be out and talk about these different, various different things and learn about these different people um, in a more with more depth then I will get his books because he is a published author as well. So I will get his books and read them as I go and as I learn and just, you know, try to be more and do more for myself, my knowledge, and also my community as well and my listeners because now I'm going to have listeners. Um, Yeah, I'm going to have listeners. So um, definitely, if y'all haven't already, go read up on Kwanzaa at the conclusion of this beautiful, beautiful podcast on introspective insight and just read up on Dr. Karinga and just, and you know, just know, read up on everything and do your own research because I can bring you things on my, on this show, but there will solely be my opinion and my view and my perspective on it. I want you to create your own perspective on Dr. Karinga and your own have your own base knowledge on Kwanzaa and what it is to celebrate Kwanzaa and what it is to truly believe in the Kwanzaa nature and the Kwanzaa culture and everything and if you decide that you like Kwanzaa then by all means hit us up info at royflexthebrand.com and shoot us some pictures of your Kwanzaa setup once Kwanzaa rolls back around um, and we will definitely post that on our website and you know just do different things to get y'all involved um and i will also post my setup on the website and everything so you know let's just make this an interactive thing do your research after you know in in conclusion in addition to what i'm doing and what i'm going to give you today and just form your own opinions and do what you want to do and I hope that it comes to the conclusion where I like the idea of Kwanzaa and I want to pass this down to my kids or my future kids or my already kids. Or I'm a, I want to pass this up to my elders who never who knows you could pass it to anybody and you don't have to be black to celebrate Kwanzaa. Let's make that clear. You don't have to be black to celebrate Kwanzaa because everybody knows our struggle. 
everybody knows what we go through on a day-to-day basis, month-to-month basis, year-to-year basis, and what we have done for over, what what we have endured and went been through for over 400 years in this country. So everybody knows the struggle. And everybody knows that America is not so quick to give back to the black community in more ways than none. You know what I'm saying? So be everybody celebrate Kwanzaa. Celebrate the just the culture. Celebrate everybody want to be have cornrows and you know take away take from take what they want from our culture as it pertains to music and what have you. So how about you learn about what it really means to be black and what it really means to be African and the traditional ideals that we celebrate that celebrated in the African continent and not just take away our music or our dance you know our dance culture or you know just the various popular things dig deeper into the culture and you will know more and you you will be able to connect more with the various black friends that you may have so Kwanzaa is not just for the black black community it can be for everybody but you want to make sure that you're educated that's the that's the very very most important thing be educated on everything you don't have to be black to be educated and know about Kwanzaa i tell you one thing i'm about to i'm going to tell you all one thing i'm about to sing a um song and it's not going to be the best but i'm going to sing a song and the lady that made the song was white she was white but that doesn't take away from anything and that's not to um that's just to give you an idea she wasn't black she was a a white music teacher and we love her we love her to this day she was a black music teacher but she made songs in a diverse nature for a, a, a diverse group of kids at John Walter Spencer School number 16. That's what she did. And she continued to do it throughout the years. So what what what's what I'm about to sing it right now. <clears throat> la 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 do re mi fa so la ti do. Alright, alright, alright. So come and let us celebrate seven days of Kwanzaa. Come and let us celebrate seven days of Kwanzaa. Come and let us celebrate seven days of Kwanzaa. Come and let us celebrate seven days of Kwanzaa. Come and let us celebrate. Come, let's congregate. Come and let us celebrate, everyone. Come and let us celebrate. Come, let's congregate. Come and let us celebrate, everyone. I mean, and then it'll keep on going and keep on going. But the point is, she took every holiday and created a song of it so we will be informed on each holiday that each ethnic group of people celebrated for their own culture. So if you celebrated Hanukkah, we had a Hanukkah song. If you celebrated Christmas, we had tons of Christmas songs. If you celebrated Kwanzaa, we had a Kwanzaa song. And we celebrate in the holiday concert. We performed each song. 
So you tell me this. If she can do that and she has she's not black at all. So if she can do that, why can't you celebrate Kwanzaa within your household? Because at the end of the day, she was celebrating Kwanzaa and she was telling everybody to celebrate Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa with us by singing a song collectively as a group. That's what it means to celebrate Kwanzaa. That's what it means to celebrate a holiday. You don't have to be Christian to celebrate Christmas. You don't have to be Jewish to celebrate Hanukkah. You don't have to be African to celebrate Kwanzaa is what I'm saying. So read up on Kwanzaa and do what you can in order to celebrate the holiday. Do what you can because it's a great holiday and it has a lot of principles that everybody can relate to. So I recommend that everybody, everybody celebrate Kwanzaa because like I said, it's not, it's, you, people in America, Americans, they like to take and profit off black people in America, whether it's telling a black man's story, making a black man an athlete, making, um, you know, taking anything that is black because black is profitable. They take it, they profit from it. They go on about their life. They don't give back to the communities that they're taken from, but they like to pick, specifically pick from the black communities, the poor black communities, build them up because those are the ones that don't know how or when to fight back. And those are the ones to easily manipulate into doing and saying what it is that they want them to say or do just think about if y'all if y'all watch sports think about what des bryant just said this week about how black people need to be accountable for their success and white people are not accountable for black people's lack of success in a nutshell and that's going to be a later conversation on a later show but just think about that des bryant came from a very storied background in which it wasn't the best and he didn't make the best decisions, but he stuck to football and those type of people are the ones that normally become those sports players, those NFL players, those um, NBA players, or, you know, the ones that become successful in that sport. Now you have a few that didn't come up, um, in a let's say a um oppressed a very oppressive or um poor background didn't come from that background but a lot of people a lot of scouts and a lot of teams like to pick those ones that came from those backgrounds because at the end of the day you can make those 30 for 30 um you can make those 30 for 30 movies on them and different documentaries and profit from their story Think, just think about that. That's another conversation, too, that I can um, dive more deeper into as to my logic and my thought process as to how athletes, professional athletes are picked and what have you. But 
again, that's another conversation. But just think about it. Um, and we're about to go to break real quick. Um, and once we get back into it, I'm gonna dive right into what it is to be Kwanzaa, what Kwanzaa is made up of, and what it means to celebrate Kwanzaa in the Nguzo Saba. Um, so just stay tuned. We've been talking about a lot. We've been flowing. It's been, it hasn't been robotic and I like to keep it that way. Um, so let's just keep this raw, unapologetic dialogue flowing and we're going to be back in a couple minutes and we're going to get right into what it is to celebrate Kwanzaa, what it means to celebrate Kwanzaa and why everybody should celebrate Kwanzaa and why I believe this is the blueprint to Black Wall Street. So we going to be back. But right now we're going to break in three, two, one. Yo, so shout out to King Ocean for that dope sample of Private Eyes. Um, if y'all haven't already, if y'all haven't, I'm re-recording this show, so I don't know if I said it in this show. But um, if y'all want to, if y'all want an instrumental, if y'all want King Ocean to produce you an instrumental, um, he's working on a mixtape right now with with one of his artists down in Alabama. But if you want an instrumental and you like that Private Eyes sample that you just heard, hit him up at Royal Flex the Royal Flex Entertainment at gmail.com subject line instrumental request and we will get back to you as soon as possible um with info um as to when you can get that beat or whatever the case he's real dope that's my producer um for the brand um so yeah just do that Royal Flex Entertainment at gmail.com also we are now on TuneIn Radio yes thank you thank you if I had a button to get an applause, then I would have pressed that. But I don't have that right now. But we are now on TuneIn Radio. TuneIn.com. Subject, or not subject line, but search search bar or whatever you want to call it. In the right upper corner, type in Introspective Insight and you will find Episode 1, Welcome to Introspective Insight. And Episode 2, The Nguzo Saba, right there. You can stream it. That's a big platform to be on. We just got accepted this week on the 11th. That is huge. So please go follow us on TuneIn.com. Have all the updates for all the shows. Also follow, follow us on um, SoundCloud at Introspective Insight. And that's what also where we'll be posting our shows. And we'll be, we will be posting our shows on YouTube as well. Um, I think that's just under Royal Flex the Brand, or you can just type in Introspective Insight. Um, follow us on um, Instagram at Royal Flex the Brand. 
um facebook like our facebook page at royal flex the brand on twitter it's rftb underscore official and then the introspective insight page is ii underscore um talk or actually it's not underscores ii talk show at ii talk show um follow us on twitter as well and just stay you know stay involved be involved listen to our shows and also share our shows for us let's get everybody on the wave because this is huge we just got on TuneIn radio i'm loving it hopefully we'll be on itunes very very soon and stitcher very very soon i think it's called stitcher i don't know but as of right now i'm not advertising itunes or stitcher tune in app get that tune in app listen to our show on tune in radio so without further ado we about to get back into the show but right now we're gonna have a little outro from the break though how y'all like that though we're gonna be back in three Again, if y'all want an instrumental, hit up King Ocean at RoyalFlexEntertainment at gmail.com. We're going to get right into it. Also, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't do this without saying it. I just put up some dope hats on the brand store. That's shop.RoyalFlexStore.com. Go and check them out. Um, Let me know uh, and order them if you want. If you want. Like, they dope. I think they dope. I like them. I'm going to order me some. Um, By this, the end of this weekend, I'm going to actually finish it. So um, everything will be good to go by the end of the weekend. So go go ahead, browse on it, and look at it. And we will basically, shoot, if you want to buy something, buy something, bruh. Buy something because... I ain't put that up there for him to just sit there. So if you want to just buy something, go ahead and buy something, though. Y'all like my voice, though? Because I just changed it a little bit. Because I am dope. Like, I can do and change my voice, though. Like, Regina King and how she do Huey and Riley Freeman, though. But anyways, though, that's all I wanted to say. Shop.RoyalFlexStore.com or just simply go to www.RoyalFlexTheBrand.com and hit the shop button at the top and it will take you to our store go check out the hats let us know if you like them info at royalflexthebrand.com and if you do place an order and you will get it as soon as possible so kwanzaa is kwanzaa a pan-african holiday it starts on december 26th and it ends on january 1st the Nguzo Saba is the seven principles in which corresponds with each day. So the first day is the first principle. The last day is the last principle. Each day represents something within the um, within the confines of Kwanzaa and what it is to celebrate Kwanzaa. You have the Kwanzaa flag, the colors, which is black, red, and green. And each color represents something which i thought was i this is something that i didn't know as i grew up through kwanzaa and um now it actually makes sense 
And it's something that if you don't do your research on Kwanzaa, you would have never known. So the black. So you have seven days and on the Canara, you have seven candles and each day you light a candle and you always started with the black candle and then you lit from left to right in terms of the colors. But you 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 lit the candle that correspond corresponded with each day so when you started when you start kwanzaa on the first day the first night no matter depending on how you necessarily celebrate kwanzaa whether it's the whole family or it's just you and when you decide to light the candle obviously don't light the candle in the morning and then leave because don't don't just don't do that but just don't do that i i did not tell you to do that so if you do that and your house burned down don't come knocking on introspective insights door and telling and bringing a bill like you told me to do this and now my house burned down so I need a check. Don't do that. But <laughs> so you have the black candle in the middle and the Canara. If you don't know what it is, it's like a it's you got the the top layer and then it's it's kind of like the first place, second place, third place Olympic um stage. It's it's like that. So you got the top, which is for the black candle. And then the, well, it really depends on which canara you get, which style you get. But and then all the other candles are either leveled right under the black candle or you have kind of like that stair design, um, depending on which canara you get. But so you have the black candle. You lit, you light that one first. And that is the. I said the black candle already. That stands for our people, the black people, the black community. And the idea is the people come first. So then you have, and that's the black and the black, red, and green flag, the Kwanzaa colors. The green, the red stands for our struggle. And the principles that correspond with the red is Kujijagulia. Ujama and Kawumba. Oh, I didn't tell you. The principle that corresponds with the black um with the black candle is Umoja. And then you have the green, which is our future, the hope of a better future, looking back to our struggle and capitalizing on our struggle. And that is Ujima, Nia, and Imani. So now y'all are familiar with the the principles. So let's talk about what the principles are. So you have the first day, Umoja, which means unity. And that's just to to maintain unity, unity within our community, within the black community, within whatever community you is. Because if you want to take, don't take Kwanzaa and say, so, you know, it's a white holiday or or uh, a Jewish holiday or something like that. You know, don't take it in disown what it really means but if you want to take it and apply it to you to your community and your um you want to take it and apply it to your life um then by all means go ahead and do that but unity to unite to be unified and to be united with your community with your people then you have kujijagulia day two self-determination that's self that's knowing self, being determined for yourself, self-motivation, self-driven, 
things of that nature, self-determination. Then you have day three, Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Then you have Ujama, day five, day four, I'm sorry, cooperative economics. Then you have day five, which is Nia, which is purpose. Then you have day six, Koumba, which is creativity. And then you have the last day, which falls on the first day of the year, Imani, which is faith. Having faith in what we just reflected on in the last seven days. Having faith that we will get through the struggle, that we will help each other through the struggle. That's the Nguzo Saba. To celebrate the Nguzo Saba means to reach back and reflect on the various struggles that we encountered in this past year or in the past period. And how can we capitalize on those struggles to make and create a better future with hope that what we come up with actually works? And then if it doesn't work, then we go back and fix what didn't work and keep what did work. That's the depth that comes with the Nguzo Saba. And that's why we say practice daily. Yes, we have Kwanzaa from um, December 26th to January 1st. But the Nguzo Saba should be practiced daily. Every day. Every day you should want unity within your people. Every day you should want self, you should want to be self-determined. Every day you should want collective work and responsibility within your community. Every day you should want cooperative economics in which we go and we put back into the black community and the black businesses. Every day you should want to live with a purpose and help somebody find their purpose. Every day you should want to be creative, hence empowerment through creativity. That's the motto for the brand. That's what we stand by. Empowerment through creativity. And every day, as you reflect on all these things that you might not have, you should have faith and hope in a better future. Practice daily. Practice your self-determination. Practice what it means to be unified. Practice collective work and responsibility. Practice cooperative economics by giving back and keeping our money circulating within our own community, or in my case, building Black Wall Street, so then we can circulate our money within our community. Practice the need and want for purpose within our communities. Practice creativity. Get creative with the gifts that you already have. Don't go trying to learn another gift. Use your gift and apply it to our communities because it can be effective and have faith that everything that you're doing is for the greater good of yourself and your community, your people. That should be practiced daily. Again, I say it, that should be practiced daily. There's no stopping that. You don't just reflect that at the end of the year. That's where that's where the emphasis is because it's the end of the year and you're bringing in a new year. Hence the New Year's resolutions, that little tradition that everybody has. But how about Kwanzaa is building up by breaking down each step, each step towards that New Year's re- resolution. 
at the end, having faith that you will get done what it is that you're trying to get done. And that just date, dates back to the African roots, like the continental African roots that's deeply embedded in what it is to be Kwanzaa and what it is to celebrate Kwanzaa and just basically where Kwanzaa derived from. When um, Dr. Karinga was, I guess, when he created Kwanzaa, I don't know, but I'm just going to play it as if it was me and I was studying the um, ethics of ancient Egyptian, um, the ancient Egyptian times and everything. Dr. Karinga came across something called the Matunda Yakwanza. And that translated to fresh fruits. And what the fresh fruits was, was a ceremony that dates as far back as the ancient Egyptians. And it was seen in the Zulu Empire, Yorubalan, um, Nubia, and just so many other different um, ancient or just African civilizations uh, throughout time. And what the fresh fruit celebration was, was it was a basically almost like a, well, it was a celebration, obviously, because it's the fresh fruit celebration, but they highlighted five fundamental activities within the celebration. And that was in gathering, reference, commemoration, recommitment, and of course, celebration. And what Dr. Karinga did after, you know, becoming um, conscious and um, aware of this fresh fruit celebration and the five fundamental activities or principles of the fresh fruits um, celebration, he created the Nguzo Saba, which was which is a kind of like it's almost like a regurgitation of the fresh fruits celebration five fundamental activities so umoja kujijagulia ujima ujama nia kuumba and imani was dr karinga's interpretation of the five fundamental activities of the fresh fruits celebration thus created kwanzaa with two a's it was spelled kwanzaa with one a in the Matunda ya Kwanzaa um, phrase. So Dr. Karinga took Kwanzaa from the Matunda ya Kwanzaa phrase, the fresh fruits phrase, and created the African holiday, Pan-African holiday, we know today as Kwanzaa, and the Nguzo Saba, which is the principles that define what it is to celebrate Kwanzaa. I think it was brilliant, to be completely honest with you. And he added the colors, black, red, and green, to reinforce what they mean. Black is the people, and the people always come first. Then red is our struggle. And it's just identifying our struggle and Putting it, put every, putting everything all on the table. And lastly, green our future. The hope that we can take our struggle and empower our future, empower a better future. 
I think it's brilliant. I think that Dr. Karinga did an excellent job when it came to um, creating Kwanzaa and making sure that what he created had substance. And in this case, it had deep substance dating all the way back to the ancient Egyptian times. So, again, I applaud Dr. Karinga for doing his due diligence in actually creating something that is African-American per se, but can stretch and connect with the native African tribes or native African people, the native Egyptian people, um, and just really um, Africans around the world, whether you're African-American, African, British, African, Asian, African, Japanese, um, African, you know, we, we everywhere. That's the one thing we are everywhere, everywhere. And you can't deny that. And we all, and no matter where we are, which is crazy, no matter where we are, we all suffer from the same struggles. You have to prove that you're black enough, quote unquote. Just like the brother um, that was in Get Out. And um, I forget who it was, but somebody made a cr- a critical, um, let's say, judgment on the brother, because he is a brother, um, that he wasn't black enough or something like that because he was British and he got an accent and he's African British or British African, however they say it. But they say he's not black enough. That brother's black. He blacker than me. He's black. For real. Like, he's black. It's, don't, I don't know what is this black enough thing, but he's black and he's black enough. And he's blacker than a lot of these people that saying he ain't black enough. Or the person, I forget who it was, but it was a high profile person that said he ain't black enough. I want to say Samuel Jackson. I want to say it. Don't call me on that, but I want to say it. Um, but yeah, so basically, um, it's Swahili language, obviously. Um, that goes kind of across the African continent. Um, that's the most um, common language to go across the African continent. It's the most recognized, and that's the basis behind um, the roots that is Kwanzaa, that created Kwanzaa. Um, and just when you celebrate Kwanzaa, you greet, you know, whoever you celebrate with, with Habargani. And that just simply means what's the news and how we do it in my family. We say Habargani. And then you would respond the corresponding day to whatever principle it is. So let's say it's the first day you would say Habargani. And then I would respond Umoja. And then you respond, which means, and then I would respond unity. And then you would say again, which means, and then you would basically break down, in short, what you believe it is to be unified and what this principle means to you. And then if that goes into a little discussion or whatever the case, then so be it. But it's just starting the conversation within 
you know, the confines of your family and no better way to have to empower anybody than starting within your family. And then it just kind of expands, 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 because just like with me and my dad, it is my family. We started the young and now I'm literally passing it on to everybody, to my platform. And um, that's really how it goes. You start to do everything you just start to do everything and and it kind of you internalize it and once you internalize it you become one with whatever it is that you're doing and you want to pass it on to other people no matter what it is no matter what it is just think about what you've internalized and passed on to somebody now think of that as positive energy like take some positive energy and pass it on to everybody you can think of and everybody you come in contact with, that will be powerful by itself alone. Just passing on ne- positive energy and refusing any negative energy and just pushing it away. That's powerful. And so, and then, I mean, so that's Kwanzaa. Um, I think is very great. Oh, oh, I didn't, one more thing. So the, um, so each candle represents a principle. Um, so of course I said the black represents the people. So the black candle represent our people. And you always light the black candle first because our people come first. And then for the red is Kujijagalia, self-determination. Ujama, which is um, cooperative economics. And then Kowumba, which is creativity, is the red. So that represents the struggle. And then the green is Ujima, collective work and responsibility. Nia, purpose. And Imani, which is faith. So that alone. So each principle falls under one of the three colors. And you can interpret that however you want to interpret it. So, I mean, I honestly agree with how he put them together because we do struggle with self-determination. We do struggle with cooperative economics and we do struggle with creativity as a community. And the solution to it is collective work and responsibility, purpose, and faith it just works and we always 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 gotta go back to the three kawada questions i think i said that wrong but the three kawada questions this has been in my upbringing as well for a long time who am i am i really who i say i am and am i all i ought to be Think about that and do me a favor. Write that down and put it on your mirror and ask yourself that every day. Because what that does is it reinforces who you say you are, who you want to be, and if you're really doing what you're supposed to do. Like if you're really holding yourself accountable for who you say you are and what the things that you are practicing on a daily basis. And if you always come back to those three questions, 
you will never have to question your motives on anything that you do because you truly understand who you are and you're kind of becoming one with self. And that's powerful. That's beyond the scope of Kwanzaa for the most part. And that's just personal. That's, I mean, honestly, we can go put that into Kujijagulia, which is self-determination. And if you can put that on your mirror and you can actually answer those questions honestly and say that you are who you say you are and you're doing everything that you ought to be and you live up to everything that you ought to be living up to, then you are going in the right direction. You are literally spewing out positive energy everywhere you go and you're one with self. So nothing that anybody else can say will bring you down. And we always got to end with the people come first, then the struggle, then the hope, because that's Kwanzaa. And Kwanzaa is a pan-African holiday that anybody could celebrate. And I celebrate it. I've been celebrating it. I don't know. I can't talk. I've been celebrating it for years. And I just think that it's a dope holiday. It's something that everybody can learn from and you can learn from it. And you can take and internalize it and really educate everybody, anybody on what it means to be African and what it means to be, you know, um, a, be a part of the African culture and understand that the culture is more than just sports or um, music or any of that mainstream stuff. Like the, the culture is deeper. And if you want to steal our culture, you might as well learn about our culture and become one with our culture on another level, on a spiritual level. Because once you do that, you can't steal it because you are one. But you understand who you are so it doesn't compromise what you're doing. And you don't look a fool doing what you believe you are, but you're really not. So because you celebrate Kwanzaa don't, have, don't necessarily mean that you're trying to be black. But it more, more so means that you're educating yourself on the black culture that you so love. That makes sense? I think that makes sense. And it makes sense. So I'm just trying to eliminate the nescience as it pertains to Kwanzaa and the Nguzo Saba. I think every black person should celebrate Kwanzaa simply because it's more so just an empowerment um, holiday for all of us to kind of enjoy and put our own little flair and uniqueness to it. And we can actually learn a lot about each other and our family and just instill a lot of positive energy as time goes on and it progresses and then we can pass it down to the next generation and they can pass it down to the next generation ultimately it's gonna build and start the conversation and continue the conversation of black wall street i know y'all see it i know y'all see this is the blueprint the black wall street it's been here for 50 years codenamed the nguzo saba but I'm going to leave y'all with that. Y'all do y'all research. I hope to see y'all celebrating Kwanzaa come December 26th. But without further ado, I'm going to leave y'all with what I leave y'all with. I leave y'all with something every week. Ask yourself this. Who am I? Am I really who I say I am? And am I all that I ought to be? Peace, love, and all that good stuff. I am King Devdo. This is Royal Flex the Brand's Introspective Insight. And we out. Thank you for listening. Take care.
sem gomi. So episode three, Aura's Vibes Chakras, King Ocean gonna be on the show. King Ocean gonna be on the show. Yo, y'all really need to come back though. It's gonna be a good one though. Come back though. Nah, for real, come back.